The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Stay refreshed with Taste Salud, the ultimate hydration experience. Dive into the world of Agua Frescas, designed to elevate your day, boost your energy, stay hydrated, and unwind with Salud's on-the-go stick packets, each with just one gram of sugar. Exclusive for our listeners, enjoy a 10% discount on your first order with code TASTE10 at checkout. Visit tastesalud.com for the full selection. Taste the difference with Taste Salud. Cheers to health. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, and we are with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL, and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Kate Constable from the BetQL Network will share her favorite NBA Finals takeaways and upcoming plays for the weekend, and Alex Smith will dive into the Stanley Cup Final with us as the puck drops tomorrow. But first, let's recap game one of the NBA Finals from last night. It is Denver taking game one, 104 to 93. Denver covers the eight and a half. Bit of a sweat there, but Denver's able to cover the number. Uh, game went way under the total of 218 and a half. Nuggets also covered the two and a half point spread for the first quarter. Uh, my alt spread did not work out, though that was also quite close. Uh, Aaron's super sweaty Jokic triple-double, that worked out. The rebound total was what gave everyone a bit of a fit if you were backing Aaron. 27-14-10 and for Nikola Jokic, so that worked out just fine. But Joe, how were the Nuggets able to cover a pretty sizable spread here in Game 1? Well, they uh, dominated the first three quarters of the game. It ended up getting sweaty because uh, they were outscored by 10 in that final quarter. I don't know. I, I was on the eight and a half, and I never really was too worried about it. Yeah, I guess some meaningless scoring at the very end made you a little concerned. I mean, Jokic, he gets that triple-double. He ends up with 27, going eight for 12 from the field. I mean, and, and you look on the opposite side, and you want to talk about inefficiency. It's Bam with 26 points, less than Jokic, on 25 shots. But Jokic got there on 12 shots. It's going to be uh, amazing to watch. How are they going to let this go? They're going to let him score as much as he wants because when he's able to facilitate like he did yesterday uh, with with all the early assists, and he didn't even take a shot until like the very end of the first quarter, right? I mean, 
Jokic can be anything he wants in this series. Mm-hmm. Murray was fantastic as well. If people were taking a shot with Murray as the third uh, favorite on the MVP board, you look today, and in a lot of places, those odds were shortened in half, cut in half. Um, I, I think that's a bit of an overreaction. Uh, they, it's tough. It's tough. I think there are a lot more things to go over, actually, on the Miami side. They're now 9-0 at home in the playoffs. Uh, the nine days of rest versus rust, come on, that was not there. But we'll say uh, the shooting could be a lot better. 104 points, they kind of left a lot on the floor there for Denver uh, because we know, especially at home, that those Nuggets can shoot better than they did last night. They were what? They, they didn't even shoot 30% on threes. They were 8 for 27, Aaron. Yeah, so I am I have a lot of the same thoughts. Like I think in this game too, Miami they had some good looks. I think more of those shots will hit and we saw the total go down like four points. So I, I think, you know, adjusting to the altitude, maybe, you know, they will let's face it, Caleb Martin and Struess, I don't know if they're abducted by aliens, but that was not their best performance Mm -hmm. at all going back to Jokic oh my goodness I was like that bet that I put out for a triple double every game I'm like this is not looking very good I was (laughs) I was getting nervous and then they kept resting him too but that's just like he's so good and Joe was talking about it like if you want to throw everything at him he can be the assist guy you know they're down a little bit he can start scoring points he can do whatever you need him to do he wasn't getting as many rebounds but some nights he's almost getting 20 rebounds. You just never know which which area the guy is going to go off. That's why betting those individual props is tough because he could do it on the scoring end. He could do it on, you know, assists. He could do it on rebounds. So, oh, he's just so good. And Murray as well. I mean, you know, he was a good facilitator as well. It's like, oh, you want to throw everything at Jokic? Murray will handle it. You want to throw everything at Murray now and adjust defensively? Now Jokic will go off. Like it it was, it was awesome. And I think we all thought that it probably wouldn't even be close. And, you know, we were right. So overall, it was a great betting night, I think, for the show. I am reminded of a talk that outgoing Warriors president and GM Bob Myers gave a few years ago, where basically he said the biggest difference between regular season basketball and playoff basketball is that in playoff basketball, the best thing any one individual player can do is basically taken away from you. You're playing the same opponent for a series. You're getting really familiar with what their skill set is. And Mm -hmm. at least because of the talent available by making the playoffs in the first place, you're able to take away the best thing that any one individual player can do. What was taken away from Nikola Jokic? He did just about everything that he wanted to do out there. He didn't shoot very much, but he didn't have to shoot very much. He was able to be a fantastic facilitator. And even though he wasn't really crashing the boards a lot, he was still able to get his 10 rebounds, still able to get his triple-double. And so going ahead, looking ahead to the rest of the NBA Finals, I'm wondering, okay, Mm -hmm. yes, Miami – They have plenty of other things they can do. They have lots of other bullets in the chambers, no doubt about it. But 
this does not look good for Miami right away that Jokic can do just about whatever he wants. This is something we talked about earlier in the week where Miami really doesn't have a big lineup where they can congest or the, you know, basically congest the lane and prevent Jokic mm-hmm. from doing just about whatever he wants. Maybe he has to score 40, 45, something like that, but he can't be the assist guy that he really wants to be. And he can be. So I look at that and go, Miami may be out of options really, really quickly. And if that's the case, then this is going to be a relatively short series, especially Mm -hmm. if the Heat shoots like they did in game one. Mm -hmm. So I ask you, Joe, what can Miami do in a situation like this? Because certainly they may have some answers for Jamal Murray and some of the other role players, but even they performed at a fairly high level last night. Yeah, there are reasonable arguments to make where we can see the Heat making it a series, right? Um, But that's why I went out of my way to mention the Nuggets poor shooting on the outside because a lot of people are going to point to that on the Heat side today. Why? Because they lost. Well, that's the biggest reason. They lost. They were the hot three-point shooting team uh, coming into this series, and they didn't have it. You know they're going to start to make their shots at some point. That's reasonable, and, and we can go over that. But the Nuggets didn't hit their threes either. And that size disparity that we talked a good about uh, yesterday, the Heat are too small. They're too small. So what are they going to do with Jokic and Gordon? Gordon early on, we saw him take advantage. Uh, Bam is 6'8". You're going to have Caleb Martin out there coming off a hot series? Okay, fine. But, but he's 6'5", and he had a terrible game. So what can they do? Well, they have the best coach. Certainly the best coach has never won a Coach of the Year award, and they're going to make their adjustments. It was a really tough spot, and that's why all of us liked Denver last night. Terrible spot. You get pushed to seven games. Now you've got that short rest. You've got to make that adjustment in the altitude, and what happened? Nobody could make their shots. They're the best three-point shooting team in the playoffs, and they couldn't make their shots. Struess, 0 for 10. 0 for 10. Uh, Duncan Robinson, one for six. Caleb Martin, one for seven. So they shoot 33%. That's an argument. Playoff Jimmy. Getting a little extra rest here. Is Playoff Jimmy going to join us? Because we have not seen him in a long time. I'm sick of referencing what he did in the Milwaukee series. Because if the Heat are going to have any chance in this series, that guy needs to show up. He needs to be attacking Okay, nice line overall, 13, 7, and 7. But you need him to explode offensively. Here's the other thing. It's not just Jimmy attacking. Two free throws as a team? Two free throw attempts for Miami. Uh, That's got to change, and I think it can. And then there's always uh, the Tyler Hero angle. Maybe he'll be back in a couple of days. So I'm trying to make arguments that uh, we can have a long series, but uh, either way would not would not surprise me. How about you, Aaron? Yeah, I think they're going to, like I said, I think the Heat will, they had some good looks. I think more of those shots will fall. They'll probably be more aggressive through the lane in game two. But I still, like mm-hmm. it, like you mentioned, Jimmy Butler, like Caleb Martin, Max Struess, these guys are not beating this Nuggets team. <laughs> they do not have the talent. They just don't. And I mean, Aaron Gordon is an absolute matchup 
nightmare. They do not have an answer for him. He hit the over 12 and a half points in the second quarter. I mean, I'm, I'd be looking at Aaron Gordon props too. PRA points, whatever you want, because they just can't guard him. Uh, Michael Porter looked good. Bruce Brown off the bench. This is just a really, really talented deep team. Mm-hmm. Tired heat culture. Wired nuggets culture. Denver knows what it's doing, and we need to give them more credit. Look, Michael Porter Jr. was not a great defender and perhaps not the best facilitator in the world until recently. He had a fantastic all-around game last night. Aaron Gordon's defense was what's going to keep him on the floor. Instead, Mm -hmm. it was his offense that we're talking about a good bit more, 16 points and six rebounds. This idea that Miami is the team that can take just about anybody and turn them into valuable role players, to an extent that's true, but I think Denver does it about as well as anyone else, Joe, and certainly having Jokic helps with that. Certainly having Jamal Murray helps with that, but Michael Malone, the head coach, there's not the coaching discrepancy that we saw in, say, the Eastern Conference Finals. This is a much more evenly matched contest as far as what we're going to see on the sideline. Now, what does this mean going forward? Because that's, that's obviously what we're thinking about here. Well, Coach Spo will come up with other ideas. He will throw random things against the wall. But Denver seems to be way more prepared for those adjustments than, say, Boston was and some of the other opponents that the Heat dispatched earlier in the playoffs. That's the scary thing. That's the scary thing. That we didn't see the best of the Nuggets last night. Did anybody think we did? I don't think we they did. They weren't even trying that no. hard. They kept sitting Jokic like, oh, we're, we're going <laughs> to win this. We're up by 20. Let's just give the Joker some rest. Then he comes in and they cut the lead again. It's just like whatever to them, you know? <laughs> you know, on the talent disparity, it's accurate, but also... That was the case in the first series. That was the case in the last series. Like they, They've found ways to break through. Now is it going to be too much against the best player in the world? Is it going to be too much dealing with playing in Denver where, where nobody else is winning games? You're going to have to win a game there at some point if you want a chance in this series. And I, I'm not sure that that's going to happen. Uh, when we look at game two, I was curious, would it be the same spread? It's the same spread. <laughs> they keep it at eight and a half. There are some spots already at nine. It's the exact same point spread. And Aaron mentioned the uh, the large adjustment that we saw on the total. But spread-wise, it stays the same. And title-wise at BetMGM, Denver now minus 700. From minus 400 out to minus 700 uh, this morning. And uh, I, I mentioned the drop-down with Murray. He's seven to one. He's right behind Butler. After one game, the Nuggets win the game that we all expect them to win. And now Murray has almost the same odds as Butler for MVP. Don't you guys think, though, Jokic is going to have to get injured for Murray to win that? I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, agree. I really I mean, don't. I, no, I, I don't just either. don't see a world where Murray, well, like, have fun betting that, people, but I don't see it. it I think. I mean,. Should there be the difference of minus 700 for the title and Jokic at minus 400? No, th- that's weird too. It should be <laughs> mm-hmm. closer to yeah. the title odds, the MVP for Jokic. 
There's, and, and I the guess weird, you could argue yeah. there's value on minus 450 Jokic MVP if you want to jump in and pay that yeah. price. But <laughs> I mean, it is weird that there's that big of a discrepancy because it's, I mean, Jokic is winning it if they're winning the title. Mm-hmm. Even if Jamal Murray uh, finishes with more points than Jokic, sometimes that can be a difference maker as far as, say, finals MVP or these kinds of awards. But we have been prepped and voters have been prepped that what Jokic can do as a facilitator, as a big man, is something that we haven't seen in a really long time. He is a bit of a unicorn in that regard. And mm-hmm. so we, we, in a way, already know what the hashtag narrative is going to be, assuming Denver wins this series. And because of that, I think Jokic you know, should still have a massive lead as far as uh, you know, finals MVP is concerned. And I just don't see value anywhere else as far as Jamal Murray or you know, anyone else for really either team at this point. Mm-hmm. 100%. It, it's yeah. just, look, I mean, Jokic didn't shoot until the very end of the first quarter. And then look at his set right. line at the end. <laughs> and we're fine with it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Kate Constable joins us with all of her NBA Finals plays for the weekend right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 